What is going on, 5'9 Gamers? My name is Joe Eggs, and today I will be your host for your favorite podcast, the Dokkan Battle Podcast. Our podcast is presented to you by 5'9 Gaming, your source for all things gaming, anime, and entertainment related. Be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on all things 5'9. Today's episode is episode 84, the end of the drought. Yes, we have content again this week. We actually have some things to talk about. Um, I know Legends is pretty hype right now, but Dokkan's got some stuff too. So we're going to try to talk about all the things that have happened this week. We did get some good announcements that we'll be talking about. So um, I can't do this by myself. So I did bring some guests along with me today. First up, we have the glue that holds us all together. Vilify, Vilify, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Happy to have you. Uh, next up, we have the man of many gotchas, Gal Riot. Gal, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, mate. I'm ready to get into this one. We got a uh, major announcement. A lot of people have been predicting for like, I think the last five years. So <laughs> it's finally here. So I'm ready to talk about it for sure. Very, very good. And uh, last but not least, we have the man that cannot stop tweeting about Tech Ultimate Gohan. Minato, how are you doing? Uh, it's not all the time I tweet about Tech Ultimate Gohan, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, he's so good. How can you not tweet about him constantly, right? Exactly. I know. All right. Well, we have gotten the end of the Golden Week celebration. We finally got Physical Cell's EZA. So we need to get everyone's thoughts on how much of a beast this unit is, or is he underwhelming like the other LR EZA? So, uh, Minato, let's start with you on this one. Thoughts of Physical Cell? I think it's good. Uh, I personally haven't used him too much because I'm still sad over not getting the um, <clears throat> the AGL cell. <laughs> but I think that uh, he, he seems like a very, very strong unit. And even for red zone, he just kind of clears, right? It just They design it very well. I think that um, when it comes to the future, <laughs> I really wish he would have had defense raising on a super attack effect. That would have been really good for him. But unfortunately, they did not give him that ability. Which I'm, I'm not sure why, but it's fine. Uh, he's still good enough without it, for sure. And yeah, I would say that he's just a very good, very, very powerful unit. For sure, for sure. Um, Gail, what are your thoughts on this cell? Have you used him much yet? Yeah, I've been using him here and there. Um, honestly, I, I really like him. I really do like him. I have to, uh, you know, agree with Minato there that the only drawback is that he doesn't have his defense raising on super as well. Uh, which would have made him, I think, perfect in every way after that point. But um, I think it's, uh, I think for what is a unit with a healing property, I feel like this is something that's I, uh, commonly noticed in a lot of units that heal, is that they, for some reason, just decide to undertune them in one way or the other. But Cell, surprisingly, is pretty decent all around, apart from just one area where they could have made him that much better. But overall, I still think he's really usable a lot of fun and i have to agree with minato and another thing is that i don't have cell either so all i've been doing is running in cell as my leader and then a friend uh 200 uh hl cell so he's been good on that and I'm, I'm i'm really liking him i'm really i really am yeah it is nice to have that good partner for that agl cell as well it is a bummer you guys didn't get him but you know what the you know, give it a few months and they're going to be throwing that cell in Goku Gohan on like every banner. And then, you know, people yeah. like me that rainbowed them, I'm going to be getting extra copies I don't <laughs> need and you guys will be able to get them. So uh, just just give it some time. Uh, Vilify, what are your thoughts on the cell? Have you used them much yet? Uh, yeah, I think you the the lineup for this week uh, is kind of like the worst possible one to talk about this one because all three attendees did not pull the AGL cell. So uh, we're not <laughs> uh, we're not kind of able to see him at his full potential. But yeah, I, I mean, they yeah. kind of said everything that uh 
I would want to say, but the what uh, the mention of how units are undertuned because they heal, that's just like the Majin Power team in a nutshell, right? Because it's like all that healing they do, yeah. they never give them enough defense. So mm-hmm. uh, this this cell is uh, definitely good. You know, uh, summonable LR EZAs have been kind of a tricky uh, subject, but I think they did a really good job with the cell. He's not like severely underwhelming like some other ones that we've seen. Yeah, I really like the cell. And, you know, so I have been able to run him with the AGL cell. Um, and I was very impressed and I did not feel um, underwhelmed. I did not get those feelings like I did when I used Majin Vegeta or especially Int Gohan. By the way, as a side note, I did Rainbow um, Int Gohan on the current LR banner and I tried using him again. I'm like, my God, this guy hits like nothing. Like, what? why is this Gohan hitting like a feather? It's just so disappointing. Um, but the cell I was very impressed with, I do like. So he has the key plus one and attack plus 30% per existing enemy, which causes him to hit ridiculously hard. So against multiple enemies, if you go all in on like a 24 key super, he's hitting over 10 mil, which is insane. It's like a nuke. Um, But obviously, if it's multiple enemies, you kind of want to AOE. And then he's sitting more like five, six mil, which is still a really good AOE. Um, The caveat with that key plus one per existing enemy, I think, is if you're doing like SBR where you're running traditional leader skills, like it's actually really hard to get the 12 key super. Um, but I, I like the key plus one because it's, I think, meant more for world tournament where you do really need the key. So I think that's why they put that in there. But um, overall, I think uh, they built him in a way where he hits really hard single target. So he's not just like an AOE. You know, that's not his only role. He hits very hard. He's like, you know, if you're doing a traditional single target enemy, I was hitting him consistently around seven mil attack stats. And then because he gets two separate 60 percent defense procs, his defense actually gets to a very respectable level. So I do think this cell could, and maybe this is a hot take, but I think he is competing with LR Broly for that top LR EZA spot. Um, I might like him a little bit more, but, and partially it's because his link set is ridiculous and he links so good with these other cell units. So um, that's my thoughts on the EZA cells. Anybody else have anything they want to add on the cell EZA? I would say that he's definitely better than Broly, um, in my opinion. I just, I think it's not really a contest uh, just because of how the game state is right now. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, it's just I, it's just yeah. crazy because that Broly's so old and he's still considered one of the best ones. Go ahead, Cal. No, I was just gonna say that this is probably the first LR we've gotten that is to modern standards. I would say because while Trunks and Bardock were both really solid, we all felt that it wasn't there, right? It wasn't all there. Um, and then we know Majin Vegeta and Gohan were heavily undertuned. It felt like, or they were they required ridiculous conditions, specifically in Vegeta's case, right? But yeah. this is the first time in a while we've seen a, uh, an LREZA that feels, well, a uh, yellow coin LREZA, I should say, that feels good to use, right? And it feels, you know, you're going to use him in his teams regularly. That's that's one very positive thing with mm-hmm. Cell. Um, and yeah, I have to agree. I think, you know, with time, Broly has aged again, because especially with Red Zone and everything, whereas Cell, on the other hand, is usable in those uh you know stages of red zone whereas broly it's very tricky to have him in those stages right yeah and i think that's a good point you make too is that i think when a lot of people evaluate units they look at their skills on paper they look at their passives they look at them in showcases and they evaluate them on that but i think a real tool we need to evaluate is how often will you use the unit how usable are they and to me like you said the cell is very usable he links with a lot of units on his teams the 200% leader skill makes him very usable in a unit that you want to use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else? 
I would say right now, if you don't have AJL self, you just won't feel like you are going to use them, though. Uh, just keep right. that in mind, right? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely, like, I, I, and I guess a little side note, because we didn't have it on the agenda, but, you know, we could do a quick, like, should you pull on Easy Cell's banner, which <laughs> obviously most of the time you would say no. But if you, say, got AJL cell and you don't have a single copy of the physical cell, uh, that banner only has three featured units. So for a yellow coin LR, there is no better chance than that banner to actually pick up that unit. If you are a big fan of this card and really want them, obviously we've got Anniversary coming up. We've got Ginyu coming up we're going to talk about. There's a lot of things there, but just if you're someone that just loves Cell and you want to run this team, to me it's almost a must-pull if you don't have any copies and you just want one to go in on that banner because hopefully you can get them in like 200 stones or less with only three featured units. But we know this is Dokkan. Uh, somebody's going to go in there and go like 2,000 stones without getting them, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyways, what's, what's that? I hope it's Gale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the person who has him nearly rain, but I only need one more copy. I'm not going to pull for him. <laughs> well, the thing with Come Gale on, and so Minato, you, you guys need to get the AJL cell before you go in and on this banner, right? <laughs> Man, no. Physical cell is all the way. He'll carry me. Just one, yep, that's one right. man army. Run him as your leader. <laughs> run him as the friend lead. You're good to go. Any physical cell is going to do it, right? Uh, physical uh, cell junior. End card. There you go. Okay, oh so let's talk about the celebration overall, because I know there were some opinions on this. Um, it seems like people are kind of downplaying the celebration, thinking it's not that good. And I know, Gail, you had some specific opinions about how people are evaluating the celebration. So, Gail, how would you um, maybe evaluate the celebration, and, and why do you think people are maybe thinking so negatively about it? I, I think the big thing for this celebration is, I mean, I know most people are directly comparing it to last year. And I think the big difference between this year versus last year was last, that last year we got our first new Legendary Goku event in the GT edition, right? So getting a new version of that event after what I think it was two years was extremely hype, right? But when you look at the, everything on paper and you look at what we got this year versus last year, it's more or less the same in terms of stone rewards, but also in terms of what we had to do felt a little bit more this year because you had to do more SBR stages. Last year, we didn't get a single new SBR stage, I don't think. And then we had two EZAs this time around. Of course, last year we had the one EZA, but two units, right? Um, we also got IDBH this year. We got that last year. But generally, it, fe it felt like it was just that we got more of the same uh, content from existing events versus last year we obviously got a brand new event i think that's the big difference i still feel compared to the average celebration this was definitely more the only issue that this celebration had was that one week of nothing where i think they could have probably put something um you know it could have been a world tournament or whatever you know i'm throwing stuff out there just things that they could have done of course you know world tournament isn't something people want but it would have been a type of content and I think that's the only bad part of the celebration. Otherwise, I feel like, you know, compared to your average celebration, which has one SBR stage, maybe one EZA, you still got more. It's never going to compare to an anniversary, which I feel like people, some people might be unfairly comparing it to. It's never going to be that because anniversary and worldwide celebration are, have their own pedestals. This, on the other hand, is better than your average celebration still. And I still feel like compared to last year, it's on par. For sure. Uh, Vilify, what are your thoughts on the celebration? Uh, yeah, just kind of quickly uh, to what Gail said about the SBR. This was uh, last year's Golden Week was before they adopted the new format. So it was still like mm -hmm. the 10 stages at a time. So like that wasn't even in the time frame anyway. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, this but it's just you know it's the spacing that's the problem. They that that dead week was just ridiculous. Like they they tease cells EZA what like ten days in advance or something like that, and it's mm-hmm. just like yeah, it's cool. We know cells coming, but uh, you know we're in the middle of a big celebration here, and there's nothing to do for a whole week. So right. it it was frustrating, but uh, I don't think the celebration was bad. Like the content within it, there's just I, I don't know. The the only complaint to me that's legitimate is just there was nothing to do for too long, which is completely valid. Right. Um, and I don't how about your thoughts. Uh, I just feel like that they really did space things out too much and it's unfortunate. At least we're going to get something new in a few days. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and we talked about it last week, too. And, and I think I think it was vilified because, you know, Minato kind of summarized it last week and talked about like all the EZAs we got. And I think myself and vilified, we almost forget about like the STR Ultimate Gohan EZA, who is a very good yep. EZA. Another unit Minato likes to tweet about, by the way. He just loves him some Ultimate Gohan, you know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like because of that dead week, it seems so long ago. You, you almost don't even think of it as part of the same celebration. And, and so I think it all just comes down to that pacing. And I know we've talked about it before. Um, I'm willing to give Dokkan a pass on this because I think it is because of the delay of the movie. And I would say, considering this was almost like a, a quick rework or we have to quick slide in a different celebration, I would say they did a pretty good job for what they were able to put together in what could have been quite very short notice. Because I don't know how ahead of time these units were developed, if they had to quick throw these together. But I would say, considering the situation, I think they did a pretty good job overall. So overall, I'm happy with the celebration. Yeah, the dead week wasn't great, but it gave me time to play, you know, my other gotchas that I do content on. So it, it works out for me. It's kind of a nice balance, right? Um, anybody else have final thoughts on the celebration they want to add? Not All right. really, no. but I want to also add one more thing as well, is people who say that, you know, the movie didn't impact the games. I mean, just look at Legends, right? Like, we only got, for their anniversary, first part of their anniversary, we only got one major unit along with a side-sparking unit, whereas usually for their previous anniversaries, they'd have, you know, one LF and then four sparkings or two LFs and, you know, four other sparkings. Yeah. This year, it's only been one sparking, one LF. So I, I feel like if Legends has had to potentially do the same where they had to just flip around stuff so that, you know, it would go in line with the movie, I mean, there's no reason why Dokkan hasn't had to do the same. So th- th- this is just a point for those out there who are, you know, saying that, you know, that excuse is getting old of, you know, oh, you know, they had to delay stuff because of the movie, but they had to. It's it's clear with all the stuff going on in all the games. Yep. I mean, if you can't sure. see it, that's on you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because, and it's so obvious, right? It's like, they can't, they can't, Dokkan can't just, like, release, like, ultimate new form cell, and the movie hasn't even come out yet. Like, they can't spoil the movie. So it's very obvious that they, their hands are tied. So I think considering the situation, they did a good job reworking and putting in what I felt was a pretty hype celebration with some pretty hype units, uh, two leaders that I really love running and teams that I love running. So yeah, overall, I would say they did pretty good considering the circumstances, right? All right, so next topic on the agenda, Captain Ginyu coming to Global. Uh, we want to know, are you all going to summon uh, Minato? Let's start. Well, no, you're not Global, so we'll skip Minato. Vilify, <laughs> are you going to summon on Ginyu? Man, that shows what you know. I play JP. I know, too, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're JP too, Gail. Gail, are you going to summon for Ginyu? Um, if it's GFSSR, yes. I I don't think it's worth summoning. Otherwise, I mean, I I don't exactly remember Ginyu's banner now off the top of my head. That's the only thing I completely forgot to look up before this uh, podcast. I'm not gonna lie. 
but I don't remember anything out there that I want to get from that banner. I'm not going to lie. Um, and even if I did, I'd probably use coins or something if it was really, really good, like maybe tech androids or something. I'd, but I don't think they were on the banner as far as I recall. Either way, um, GFSSR or not, it, if it's not, don't summon. If it is, I'll do the, I'll do the GFSSR and then leave. Otherwise, no, no okay. need. Anniversary is too close. Yeah, my plan is being a global player. Um, one thing I think they're going to tempt us on the banner, because I believe the JP banner had tech count Khalif level. We just got them. So I'm, I'm almost 99% sure they're going to put tech androids on there, um, which yeah. I think will tempt people. My original plan was as I was maybe going to summon a little bit, but I'm not going to lie. I went pretty hard. I really like this LR, the tech LR Goku Gohan card. I went mm -hmm. like way deeper on that than I should have. And I still only got the one copy. So um, yeah, I'm completely tapped out. <laughs> so my plan yeah. is, is I will do, if they do like the ticket summon, like I'll buy Pilaf tickets. And, and if I get Ginyu on the ticket, great, but I don't think I'm going to throw any stones on it. I'm going to mm -hmm. save, I'm going to buy up all the sales, save it for anniversary. Um, the, the big thing people need to know about Ginyu is that Ginyu is ridiculously good, but he is tied to kind of his team and having a good supporting cast. And you almost need to pull one, if not both of his banner units to really make him look his best. So it's kind of like a package deal. If you're going in on Ginyu, you know, if you get just the Raccoon and Goldo or just the Jason Birder, they're not, you're not going to use them a ton. And if you get just Ginyu, like just Ginyu is definitely like usable, but like you kind of want to have to make them really godly, especially in red zone. You want to have yeah. that supported cast around him. Um, so One yeah, that's kind of what I would say. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I want to add this. Even if you get Ginyu now, the one advantage we have on global is that they will be in they will be un, uh, unfeatured on all banners from here on out so we can probably get them with the free tickets we'll get during the anniversary with you know the amount of summons we can do so in theory even if you just get ginyu now possibly you might even get them really early on in the anniversary itself because i remember last year i think it was uh um, I don't remember what banner we got right before the anniversary, but I remember getting that banner unit so much during the anniversary because of how many summons we did. So I've, there is a chance you could just get them in the anniversary as well, even if you just get Ginyu now. Yeah, wasn't it's, it, uh, it's a... It's, go ahead. Wasn't it Goten and Trunks that came out right before the anniversary? Yeah, I think so it was. So was that Krillin was. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yep, Krillin. Tech Krillin, yep. And see, I had a similar experience with, uh, I think it was the year before that or two years before that, when the physical Beerus banner came out, STR Weiss was on that. And I really wanted STR Weiss, but I didn't really care to summon for Beerus. But it, it's kind of like a, it, you know, yes, they're, they're unfeatured on every banner, but they're really, even if you do a ton of summons, there's still no guarantee you're going to get them. Like I summoned quite a bit on the game and I think it took me a full calendar year before I got an STR Weiss. So it can... It's iffy, but yeah, odds are you're going to pull it at some point. You know, I've gotten my Garlic Jr., I've gotten my second form cell, and I didn't pull them on their initial banner. So typically, yes, if you summon a decent amount, you will get them. And Ginyu without those banner units still isn't like the worst. Like, he's still very mm -hmm. good, and he still runs a very good team, which you could do a, like a non-Ginyu-centric team where you just use him for his leader skill and bring other like space-traveling warriors or whatever, you know, if that fits on his leader skill. Uh, he's definitely usable, but I would say Ginyu not being the hypest character. I, this, this is my thought too on global. Since we just got the cell and the STR Goku, like if you got them, like you're good. Like you, you, you don't need Ginyu's team to beat red zone. Like you don't need Ginyu to beat red zone. That's the other thing to consider. So for me, having both of them rainbowed, having their teams really built up, that's incentivizing me not to summon on Ginyu. So that's going to push me f further towards saving. Um, 
Minato, I'll go to you. Obviously, you're on JP, but just from your point of view and your perspective, you've used Ginyu a lot. A lot. How would you advise a global player to handle the banner coming up? I would say to wait and see, right? Um, the banner will probably up for a very long time. Obviously, you guys know what is going to come to global uh, during July, which would be, of course, the seventh anniversary, which, you know, I'm sure most people are going to aim to summon for that. But if Ginyu has, like, something that will entice you, like, you know, guaranteed featured SSR in the third step or tech androids maybe want to throw a little bit of stones on it, I wouldn't blame you. But again, I would say even though I know Joe, you just said that Ginyu doesn't necessarily need those banner units. I would argue he does really need those banner units, right, to really be as good as like Red Zone Ginyu, like especially Rakuma and Goro, Goro, they like are perfect for him being a slot one unit. Like that that unit is insane. So I I would say if you want to go in for the Ginyu banner or the seventh anniversary banner, I wouldn't necessarily blame you because that team, if you have it really set up could destroy red zone as well which is at this point you know the content that you want to build up your account for otherwise you know if you already have like cell or something like a good androids team then you could probably just save for who you want which i feel like a lot a good majority of people would want super saiyan 4 goku and vegeta or the gods right right and then while i got you on here just with your experience do you think he is still the best to you are yes i would say so you would say so. Okay. Vilify, do you have any thoughts on Ginyu? Have you used Ginyu much on your account? Or do you uh, even have him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that was the uh, last Okan Fest I've pulled was Mr. Ginyu. So I, I'm, okay. I'm in a bit of a drought. But uh, just ca- as a as a testament to what you, we were talking about earlier, where it's like, if you don't pull the banner units, they're still going to be available. Uh, I recently pulled A, uh, Ginyu, or Goldo and Raccoon, and uh, 19 and 20 in my attempts to get the AGL cell. So, um, you know. Yeah, it's nice when you pick <laughs> those up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like, even if it's like one of those things, like if you pull Ginyu early, I would not go back in to try and get the banner units. Just kind of let them come to you. Yeah. But uh, I'm a huge fan of Ginyu. I like his active yeah. skill. It's, it's like one of those ones where, you know, if you get under that HP threshold, you get that big heal back up and then you start getting big boy damage. Like uh, I was using, uh, trying to do one of the title missions for the GT Goku event and I had no Lars uh, Ginyu who was rainbowed. And he did like a triple super, triple crit all over 10 million. So, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah. he's, yeah. I mean, this is with stacking, granted, but, um, right. it, it's, it, it wasn't that long. Like, uh, it's probably like turn 11 or 12 or something like that. Like, it's not that, not that far fetched. Yeah. If you got the right team set up, he's mm-hmm. a god. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty darn good. So, yeah, something exciting. Yeah. So, he's a unit, like, like I said, for me, I think I'm content. Um, skipping him for now. If I get him on the tickets, great or whatever. But I think I, to me, Ginyu is a really great unit to get as a secondary featured unit on a different Dokkan Fest where I'm summoning for something else. I think he's, that's the way I'm going to treat him and just let him come to me later on and then have some fun with him later on. Because with as good as he is, I think he is, he's going to have some longevity in the game. So that's the other thing to think about is I don't think you need to stress about pulling him now, especially if you have a team that can beat Red Zone. Let him come to you later, and he's still going to be really viable, I think, for at least a full year, maybe even longer, depending on how intense the, you know, the, the units get better or whatever. But yeah, I think, I think he's a good unit, and it just depends on where what your situation is. Um, any final thoughts on Ginyu before we move on from anyone? Ginyu is the GOAT. Ginyu's the GOAT. GG. Ginyu GOAT. That's what GG stands for, by the way. You didn't know. Ginyu GOAT. Mm. All right. So we've got some new news. Uh, some exciting news. We have the next Dokkan Fest announced. Um, sorry, Minato, it is not Dokkan Fest Cabe. Ka- Ka- I know you wanted Dokkan Fest Cabe really, really bad. 
but we've got Resurrection F Goku instead. So um, we'll get everyone's initial thoughts on this announcement and maybe what we'll start with. What do you think this Goku is going to do? So, Gail, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this announcement and what what do you think this Goku is going to be like? Ooh, I low key, you know, um, in, first and foremost, my thoughts on the announcement is finally, I know people have been begging for this or Battle of Gods, right, for a very, very long time. More so this because we haven't gotten representation from this movie since, what, 2015, 2016, literally since the start of the game. So uh, finally getting some good representation from it. Well, I guess you can say the transforming Goku and Vegeta, oh, not Vegeta, sorry, Frieza, were kind of based off Res or Resurrection F, but this is the proper first time we're getting, you know, like full on Resurrection F, you know, celebration and everything. Um, in terms of what Goku will do, honestly, I kind of see another exchange unit happening. I think it's going to be a Goku into Vegeta. Honestly, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case, uh, but we'll have to just wait and see. I think, I think it's going to be another exchange unit. Okay. And I, I know that the teaser has a base Goku, right? But that doesn't mean that that's what his awakened form will be, right? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Minato, go ahead. I'll let you jump in. So it uh, does mention in the news that it's going to be Super Saiyan Blue is coming, right? It says that. So obviously, it's going to have Super Saiyan Blue in the card, right? Um, yep. I think that's going to be a standalone Blue Goku. I would hope mm. so because Blue Gokus in the game right now suck for the most mm. part, right? The AGO Blue Goku could look pretty solid, right? The EZA, you know, uh, the yep, very like old him. Resurrection Up one, right? Yep. Yep. But yep. he that's like pre pre 7th anniversary Power Creep, bro. It's over. We, we need a new like 7 million attack stat, you know, 300k defense with 59% damage reduction. Like stacking attack and defense. We need a, that for a Blue Goku, bro, from Resurrection F. I think that it's going to be standalone. We just got an exchange unit. And it's like... I feel like um well as an exchange would be cool. I don't don't you usually kind of like hint at it in like the description like what the exchange unit is like that's how we knew it was gonna be exchange Gohan and Cell because Goku is basically like hey go on it's your turn or you know like mm -hmm. it's basically saying like you know passing the torch and something like that right um we'll see I think that it could be what could be really cool is we could see like an intro animation something like you know when Goku first transforms into blue like that really cool animation from the movie I always thought that looked sick but like the shattering like blue coming off of like glass I was so cool when I first watched it right yep. that's why I always kind of liked Resurrection F because I think they handled those transformations really well um it could be a perfect intro maybe make it like against extreme class I'm getting re really into it but I I personally am a Resurrection F Goku advocate I've been waiting for quite a while to get him with good animations and yeah uh that, that's what I would say I mean I, I, I if you don't mind me Joe I actually want to ask a question to everyone what do you guys think the banner unit will be I'm thinking it might be that might be Blue Vegeta himself but yeah, we've actually got banner unit on the agenda, but we can go to that right now for sure. It it could be either that or it could be an interesting like um I don't know, maybe like a first form freezer or something, maybe. Because we don't do we have a good first well, I mean we have the easy tech first form freezer, right? But do we have a otherwise first form freezer or something? We don't or have we a don't. good final form Frieza. We need a good final form Frieza that isn't a free-to-play card, is what we need. That's also there as well. Actually, a good shout. Final form Frieza yeah. as well. That yeah. wouldn't be a bad shout. Or maybe one. Uh, we, this could be. Do we also have one more question? Actually, to add on to this, we're just giving questions to everybody. Do we have a banner unit that transforms? Because this could be a good time to do a, you know, final form Frieza into Golden Frieza banner unit, maybe or something. Uh, like what's it called? Android Twenty One does. 
There yes, Android mind. 21 does, yep. Yep, yep. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, I think something like that would be cool because as much as I would I, I would like a new Vegeta as well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would want a banner unit for him as Super Saiyan Blue. It would kind of feel a little bit odd, not going to lie. But I, I, it wouldn't be a bad idea either. I'm just trying to do something a little bit different here. All right, I've got a spicy one. I was talking with Billify about this beforehand. What if they did the first ever banner unit with revive mechanic and it is Whis with Time Rewind? That, I think, would be hype. That would That's, be a good shout, yeah. I, yeah. I kind of like that idea. Yeah. You guys are um, talking all about good shout this, good shout that. You guys are forgetting about the GOAT, Mr. Jocko. We need Jocko. a new Jocko in Dokkan, baby. No, I'm going to lie. I thought you were going to say Togoma. I, I thought, I thought Oh, there you go. And he'd be on the uh, Togoma Ginyu to go yeah. with the Ginyu that's oh, coming out. Ginyu Togoma Ginyu. Yeah, but yes. that, would, that would be based off the anime, not the movie, though. So oh, That's true. true, yes. Yeah. The movie did not do that. You never know, though. Hmm. I mean, they could put him on there. He obviously wouldn't be on movie bosses anyways, right? Yep. But Togoma Guinea would be pretty cool. I, I can see him as a banner unit, like maybe for like a... If we do get like a part two Golden Freezer or something, right? Yep. Or they could possibly do Togoma Ginyu as a uh, support memory, maybe, and just show the animation changing. I don't know. That could be a thing. Um... Oh, so here's the question I was going to shout out. So we were talking about kit predictions, but we haven't talked about leader skill. Do we have any predictions for leader skill? Uh, would he be just two existing leader skills or could they possibly add a new leader skill? I don't know if anybody has ideas, but here I'll summarize really quick. I'm looking at a blue Goku. So this is our, this is his current categories. And he's got a lot of them. Realm of Gods, Pure Saiyans, Movie Heroes, Goku Family, Kamehameha, Bonda Master and Disciple, Turtle School, Master Evolution, Bond of Friendship, Accelerated Battle, and Battle of Fate. So that's what his current categories are. So what would you like to see as a combo, or do you think there'd be a new leader skill? And I'll just open this up to anyone, just because I'm kind of just shouting this out randomly. So if anyone wants to take on a leader skill here. I think, uh, personally, Realm of Gods, we don't have one. I think Realm of Gods could work really well here. Um, and especially because it's the first time we saw Super Saiyan Blue, and Super Saiyan Blue is somewhat, well, not in the manga, but it, it, it had been used in the anime quite frequently, right? And it's a signature of Dragon Ball Super. So I think giving him Realm of, a Realm of God leader skill would be kind of smart. And we do need a new one as well. I, I might, I want to add that as well. I feel we do need a new one as well, considering the last one was what, Beerus? So it would be a good time to give him a Realm of God's leader skill, primarily at least. I... The ones, well, for the 170 at least. I yep. want them to go crazy. Battle of Fate and Kamehameha, then Roman Gods, the 30%. That would be a good combo. I would take that. Vilify, do you have any imagine, ideas on what you want? <laughs> imagine Battle of Fate and uh, Roman Gods. Insane. I mean, Battle of Fate and Kamehameha, yeah. that would be an let's, insane uh, team. Let's go Roman Gods, but then let's also go Turtle School. We need a new Turtle School leader. Yeah. Or that Just could a be team like, where you could throw yeah. any Goku. And, what, and yeah, maybe... Uh, I'm just kind of having fun with it. What about like Battle of Fate would be like the 30% or something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Another team you could throw Master Roshi on. Be mm -hmm. a nice little support for all those Gokus. Yep. Definitely would take that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, I don't even know what they would do. And I think that the nice thing about the 200% leader skill is it has gotten them, I think, to shy away a bit from constantly coming out with new categories. So I think they're probably just going to stick within his categories. But can anybody yep. think of what a new category would be for this Resurrection F Goku? 
I, I, I'm just like spouting off the top of my head. I don't personally know of one, but d- does anybody have an idea? I think what I one have could an be? idea. What about okay. like, uh, what about something like a uh, key control or something like that? Right. Cause that's all what super saiyan blue is about. Yeah. And then like, you could have like golden Frieza who from the tournament of power that learns how to control his key. It'd be a lot of Goku's and okay. Vegeta's. Uh, maybe if you want to get crazy, you could do like Beerus and Whis on it. Cause obviously they've been focusing with that. Um, but you know, it just, it just, maybe it's like a focus category or something like that. Like yeah. uh, master Roshi could be on it. Like anybody that's done like a, you know, like a master of some sort. I don't know. It sounds like master and disciple, but could be an yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. Whatever category it is, it's going to be some type of a stretch. I'm sure. Cause there right. isn't like an obvious one that jumps out to me. So they're probably just going to stick. And he's got so many categories already anyways. So, yeah, I yep. think they'll probably just stick and make a cool 200% leader skill. Um, all right. Does anybody else have any other comments just on this resurrection of Goku or anything they want to say about what they think the celebration will look like? I I want to ask, actually, who do you think will be the easier unit for the celebration? Oh, yes, I have that on the list. Yes, well, let's go to that okay. next. So, I, And I did have another one. So I threw out one earlier that I know he's not resurrection F, but this could be the time if we're talking about for the main Dokkan Fest ECA. I want to shout out in Angel Golden Frieza as my pick for that. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll lead with that and I'll let maybe uh, Minato, if you want to throw some ideas for Resurrection F ECAs for any banner unit, Dokkan Fest, LR, whatever you think. Uh, the banner unit Blue Vegetas, like the very old ones, they finally should get their sub ECAs, right? Yeah. You know, the Resurrection F ones, they have been waiting for like a very long time. So I, if maybe this Goku was just shelved, right? <laughs> or something, right? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, they, they've been waiting, uh, on those Blue Vegeta ECAs for a long time. I think that's pretty surprising. Maybe an ECA for the physical Blue Goku and the tech Blue Vegeta, the orb changers. Yeah. That could be really cool. Um... Other than that, maybe they'll just throw a random easy. Like, they get easy eight in Golden Frieza, part two LR, normal Golden Frieza, and that could be cool, right? Yeah. Um, Since we just got an Extreme Z battle, it's also possible that we don't see an easy eight. I feel like, like, a main easy eight like that, and they may be waiting for what's coming out on the 11th, if y'all, if y'all know what I mean. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, Vilify, do you have any easy eight predictions? Um, I think Minnesota kind of covered the ones like you and I talked about the uh, Angel Golden yeah. Frieza before we came on here. Uh, I think, you know, if you want to get spicy, you could do the AGL full form for or final form Frieza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you if you really if you really want to just go if we're not going like chronologically. Like, why not? Right. <laughs> right. And I believe isn't there a Golden Frieza Sorbet that has an easy idea to free go yes. play? We thought he was going to yes. instantly and he didn't. Yeah, so that could be just like a free-to-play EZA option, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Gail, I know you asked the question, but do you have any thoughts on your EZA predictions? You guys covered a majority of what I was expecting. You know, you know I, I don't see anything else coming realistically. Um, I think in Danger Golden Frieza, that was going to be what I was thinking as well. Um, and yeah, I completely forgot about the Vegetas. I think that that's a very good shot that they might get their uh, sub-EZAs finally. So we're going to... Probably get a lot. That, that's going to be a lot of sub easiest to work on. That's, I think, three units in total, if I'm not mistaken. The AGL, SCR, and physical one. Oh, yep. no, no, that's not going to be fun. <laughs> I, I, I wish they would. Uh, I don't understand why Dokkan didn't the attempt to, uh, add the attempt again button on the easiest stages. That's so annoying to me. But otherwise, otherwise yes. Um, I think those are going to be the likeliest easiest to come for sure. Yeah, and I'm thinking too with like um I think those the orb changing resurrection F Goku and Vegeta, like they're the ones that awakened with Bergamo back in the day. They're still actually like not the worst units. 
So I think it is most likely that the old Vegeta, like the STR and AGL ones, those are more likely just because they're older. They really, really, really need it. Um, but that definitely could be fun to get those EZAs going. But hey, nobody's mentioned Tech Jocko. Tech Jocko, Resurrection mm. F unit. Come on now, new world tournament, best unit in the game. Give them an EZA, right? I like and that. I know, Gail, you're looking forward to getting your police officer Kr Krillin back, right? Because he's currently yes, not obtainable sir. in the game, right? Yes, sir. But I yeah. mean, yeah, we still don't know how it's going to work because like right. Minato said before the, uh, before the podcast, he's technically part of the countdown. He's not part of the uh, actual Res F story. So we'll have to yeah. just wait and see how they handle it. Um, right. But I do want my police officer Krillin, please, for the love of God. Well, to be <laughs> fair, we might we might get one from the movie as well because he is in the movie, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, at least based on the poster, right? But yeah. I, I, I still want my original one. Right, for sure. And then being that this is a movie celebration, are you, do you guys think this is connected to Dragon Ball Superhero, just like, like boot buffing movies a little bit more? Or do you think this is more just kind of filling in beforehand? I think it's a combination. I think that this, I think this might just be straight up just a fairly Dokkan fest until the movie. Just the filler, yeah. okay, yeah. Actually, right. the one thing, one sorry, one more thing I want to talk about the celebration. We've been talking about an LR Golden Frieza and everything. We're only remember we're only two weeks away. So how will they be able to fit an LR in this time period? It's going to be extremely difficult. You'd you'd have to release the Dokkan fest literally on Tuesday and then the LR the following Tuesday, and that's it. That's that's the only time frame we've got. It's going to be... They're cutting it real close with the celebration. It's going to be like a two-week-long celebration before the movie comes out. Right, so maybe let's just throw in a little bit about Dragon Ball Superhero because I'm sure people are curious about our thoughts on it, but do we think that, like, literally June 11th is going to hit and they're going to, like, start a celebration or would they announce a celebration, like, the next day? What do you guys think? How are they going to handle the Dragon Ball Super celebration? Minato, what do you think? I think it'll just be a dual token fest. <laughs> but do you think it will literally drop like right on June 11th or? Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. So basically whatever they're doing now with this Resurrection F, it's got to wrap up by June 11th. So any content, it's got to fit within that, right? Mm -hmm. We'll see if the sales end on June 11th, then we know. <laughs> right. We'll know more as stuff comes out, right? Exactly. Because, mm. yeah, because I feel like it's going to be one of those things where maybe this will just be kind of a smaller celebration and then they'll jump into that because. I don't think it would do the new movie justice for it to be like a part two add on to this current celebration or something like that. So, and I know that originally they had a plan for Golden Week. So, it's got to be a big celebration coming. Yeah. So, we'll just I wait feel and like see. it's going to be pretty big, right? And then it's going to yeah. lead into Tanabata, then worldwide. <laughs> yeah, crazy, it's going right? to be crazy. It's going to be crazy for sure. Um, okay, does anybody have any just thoughts in general before we wrap up and go to viewer questions? It's just going to be a tricky time. It's going to be very interesting to see how they handle everything for sure. I still have my doubts on the release time for the superhero content because of how close they're cutting it with the celebration. It's why I understand they were taking a week off. But in all honesty, they could have probably wrapped up, you know, the Golden Week celebration for JP at least maybe last week or something. But obviously then you would have had global players complain about it. But it would have probably made sense for them to wrap up last week or, you know, do the Cell Easy on JP in that last dead week period, pretty much. Do the Goku, Res F Goku celebration now. That would have given them a good solid three weeks for the celebration, right? But who knows? I, it's going to be they, very interesting. They usually do like a week and a half for like these 
little Dokkan Fest celebrations, right? The banner will drop on, like, what, like, the 30th, 31st? Then yeah. it'll last, it'll overlap, because a lot of the times these banners can overlap, right? It would mm -hmm. overlap with the new, like, I, I, I straight up expect to do a Dokkan Fest. It could just be a normal Dokkan Fest banner, right? But we'll see what mm -hmm. happens. You know, one idea I had, what if they do this? You know how, I, I remember, how, you know how Legends has been doing, for the movies, they would have, like, separate banners and then it would lead into the big banner right for the movie like how they did it for super broly they're doing it now they did it with gamma one and two what if and this is just an idea out there how would you treat it if it was like this what if the f do what what if for the movie initially they just do like a miniature like maybe single dokkan fest banner maybe it's like a gamma one and two do joint forces unit or something like that i don't know i'm just putting it out there whatever unit it may it may be and then for worldwide, it's the big celebration where they celebrate the movie on both versions at the same time. And obviously, Global I think we get it at some point in between or right before the worldwide celebration after the anniversary. That can be fine, right? Like, you know, installations like, you know, during the Universe Survival Saga, as time went on, we got different buffs for it. There's so many characters, mm -hmm. right? We can go yeah. like this initial banner with like Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, you know, uh, the Gammas, and then like, you know, maybe a new Piccolo or Goten and Trucks. Then later yeah. on during Worldwide, we can get like Ultimate Gohan, LR Mega Cell, and then like, you know, Dr. Banner Unit Dr. Hito. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. then, um, and then the actual Piccolo form, right? There's a lot of, there's, yeah. there's enough to make it into two separate celebrations which yeah. what uh, again dog is time for mode lineup with when it comes out around on the u.s so yeah 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 because does that's the what u.s have thinking. an official release date mm, we just know it's from august onwards it's dropping worldwide Crunchyroll okay. is uh, publishing it on you know and a majority of the regions pretty much so okay we just know okay. it's from august and that would make sense because we wrap up anniversary in August. They could do that, yeah. you know, Dokkan Fest, like whatever JP gets now on June 11th, they do that Dokkan Fest in August. And then we have that big dual celebration with like Ultimate Gohan and whatever, or whatever new form Gohan has and, you know, Cell or whatever, right? And I think that would be a good idea in, my, in all honesty. I don't know, man. My stones are going to be tapped off from summoning on Raditz. I don't think I'll have stones to summon on that celebration. Well, well, no, well, what I'm thinking is Raditz doesn't come out until everything is done. Instead of Raditz oh. during that period, we'd get that big, uh, we'd get that first superhero celebrate, uh, Dokkan Fest banner, and then we'd go into the big dual Dokkan Fest celebration on Global at least. Come on, Gail. Just let me have my joke, huh? Just let me have my joke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to avoid us from getting Raditz, all right? Yeah, yeah, Raditz. yeah. <laughs> just, just skip Raditz. Just throw him, throw him away somewhere. Just bring us Dragon Ball Superhero. Hide him. We, we, don't, we, we, we don't need him anymore. We, we can put him to the side. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Anybody else want to chime in before we jump in the viewer questions? I think you kind of scared me a little bit with the idea of having uh, from the june 11th all the way up to worldwide just being dragon ball superhero i don't think i could take that <laughs> <laughs> too much yeah a little too much well we'll see what happens it, it, it'll all come in time it's gonna happen faster i mean it, it's coming up so fast it's crazy and it's gonna be an exciting mm -hmm. time i think so um let's hop into some viewer questions so we got three questions today to talk about so we've got our first one coming from the hunter 909 he says with the 200 leader skill becoming the new meta is it time for 77% type leads to be added to the redstone selection? Um, so Minato, what are your thoughts about adding units to the redstone? I think that um, honestly, it's like those redstone units, we get constant additions to the redstone already, right? I feel like, you know, maybe make it more modern would be cool, but 
I doubt that they would really add new stuff to the red zone like that, like, you know, mega new stuff, like, like, the 19 and 20 or something, right? Crazy. Right. Um, but I think that they could definitely update it more, and I think it would be a really good idea, just because more, more free options would be cool. Yeah. Vilify, what about you? Uh, yeah, I definitely think you just kind of look at these redstone units and if like you don't have one of them rainbowed, obviously it's a good choice. But like, I feel like a lot of players do have most of them rainbowed at this point. And even if you don't, it's just like, just give me the Elder Kai. That's all I need at this point. Like, uh, yeah, but you know, yeah, most of them just suck. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gail, what are your thoughts about adding to this? I think the biggest thing for me is that they need to start transferring stuff, you know, between banners of between, you know, these stone exchange unit shop, basically thing. They need to start transferring them over because right now what they're doing is they're just, they're just adding, adding the banner units, basically that get an easier nowadays, like Kefla and stuff right to the redstone, which is really, I mean, yeah, that's nice and all, but you're going to get them inevitably somehow, some way they'll come to you. Like we were talking about earlier on with like, you know, the Rikum and Guldo and stuff like that. They'll come to you anyways. So adding them to the Redstone doesn't make too much sense to me personally. I'd rather they transfer over like, you know, this question says, you know, the 77% leaders to the Redstone and then the 120s go to the Blue Stone or something like that, right? I think that would be much, much better. I think it would make a lot more sense and it would be just more feasible for a player to, you know, you know, justify buying the blue stone or justify by, uh, you know, using their redstone in the correct place, right? So that's how I feel as well. Yeah, I think for sure they need to update it. I've been in like Elder Kai mode for a long time on these as a veteran player. I do think they kind of have newer players in mind with this. So I think mm. adding any units to it that have like decent starter leader skills for a new player, I think would be really helpful. Even if there was some generic like 120 leader skills or something that they could use that cover a lot of categories. Um, any of that would be good but i feel like you could throw every 77 percent type lead on there and it would be fine because most veteran players have them all rainbowed anyways it's not going to hurt them they're not on banners really so it's not like hurting their pull rates or anything so i think there's a lot of these just older units and older units that have easy aid i think any of those could be fair game because like i said veteran players have them rainbowed older they're not on banners much anyways it's not going to hurt their sales uh they definitely need to update it they'll give players more options help those newer players out um i agree with that Okay, let's go to the next question, which comes from Blair Dowker. Do you think that free-to-play characters have become unusable in the current meta? Uh, Gail, let's start with you. It, this is a rough question because it, it kind of... I, I, and I don't know if it's, the, it's necessarily just how they're... I, I think it's more so just how they're making these free-to-play units. It just feels like they're really undertuning them or they're acting as if we're still in like the pre-7th anniversary meta for a lot of these units. Because, I mean, last year when we got units like Roshi and stuff, right, they were, he was usable in even stuff like the God Event, right? Whereas now, I mean, if you take any of the 7th anniversary free-to-play units into the red zone, goodbye, have fun, you'll never come back, you'll get kicked out basically in the first round itself if they get even touched upon, right? So it is definitely, I feel like it's just how they've designed, they're designing these free-to-play units nowadays. They're just not up to scratch anymore or up to power, I should say, more so. Okay, Vilify, your thoughts on free-to-play units these uh, days? Gail, yeah, Gail said, like, the the pre, we're post-seven-year power creep. I feel like a lot of these free-to-play units, like, they don't even hit, like, post-six-year power creep. Like, it's just, I, I don't find myself using these free-to-play units ever. Like, and especially when we come off, like, the heels of units like uh, the Prime Battle Frieza EZA and the Prime Battle Goku and just how good they look. Like, we just don't really get that anymore. Like, I don't, I don't know. Do any of you guys use Prime Battle Vegeta EZA, like, in any content? No? No. 
What about no, prime the, metal the trunks? Well, absolutely not. Though, yeah, that's one thing. I, I don't use any of the prime battles. Like, <laughs> I used to use time prime battle freezer quite a bit, but he's gotten like way power Way power crap. Family support and you know all these units, but nowadays you can't even the whatever we get nowadays, you just don't run them. You still use B pan in some situations, but yeah, these modern units aren't good enough. But yeah, I don't touch trunks or uh, Vegeta. They're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minato, your thoughts on the free to play situation? They're just, they're, they're just not doing that great, unfortunately. Uh, I think that they could do way better with these free-to-play units recently. Um, hopefully, we'll see better from, like, you know, I guess Golden Frieza and Sorbet. <laughs> Take it easy, right? But they could be an interesting unit, honestly, with the guaranteed stun, if they give them some really good damage reduction. But we have to wait and see how they handle them. Yeah, and I think the mindset with free-to-play units, and, and I think it's a good point. I think the reason this question arises is because recent free-to-play units have not been impressive at all. Um, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I've been that impressed. I'd say version Z Goku is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then, then we're talking like the master Roshi and stuff like that. But I think y- in red zone, I don't know that any of these units can stand in there. Maybe Roshi just cause he has revived, but I don't have enough experience with red zone to know if you can get to that. But, um, I, it could be the mindset is cause if you look outside of red zone, I think there's a lot of like free to play units that are very usable. Like anything that stacks, like I could take physical UI Goku into a legendary event and do fine. Um, Master Roshi's very good in a lot of content in the game. So I think the developers maybe have this mindset that they want to keep red zone. Like they want you to summon for units for red zone. They don't want free to play viable units in there. And that could be an intentional stance. Um, but I think if you think outside of red zone, there are actually a lot of like usable free to play units. The recent ones aren't that good, but I think if you think of units like Master Roshi, physical UI Goku, I think Tien and Roshi still solid version z goku um i really like the int final form frieza like if you're fighting goku family or whatever like he's a great tank so i mean there there are usable free-to-play units just the recent ones haven't been good and i think in red zone it's very very hard to find viable free-to-play there um any other thoughts on the free-to-play no they saw jay fana clearing all these stages and they were like <laughs> no not not anymore yeah this, the, yeah rip, not rip this j- one rip j fanta and red zone right i haven't kept up with this channel does has he done free-to-play red zone runs i'm guessing not yes i think he's up to cooler Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Nice. Good for him. I mean, those are long runs, I guess, too, because I'm guessing he's using a lot of stacking in there. It's got to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Last question of the week comes from Rocky. Um, how did you stumble upon the game called Dokkan Battle, and what has kept your interest in the game? Um, let's start with Vilify. How did you stumble upon this game? What keeps you interested? Uh, I just kind of like, I don't know if I could speak for everybody, but I downloaded it a couple times, like back in like the earlier days thinking like, I just want a Dragon Ball game on my phone. I played it for like five minutes. I didn't like it. I deleted it. But then I just got like an impulse and decided to play it. And uh, do you guys remember the Dokkan Fest for full power Super Saiyan 4 Goku? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. I pull I uh, on my like my first like summon on there when I redownloaded it when that happened. I didn't download it for him for any specific reason, but I pulled him and I thought it was like, Oh, I got him because I'm new. Like I thought it was guaranteed or something. And oh, then I gave it like a good run. My team wasn't any good. Kind of put it away again. And then uh, once Dragon Ball Super Broly came around is really when I picked it up again and uh, had like a I had a sweet little free to play movie hero fusion team. But what keeps me around is the animations, the community, kind of the speculation, the discussion, everything that goes along with it. What I'm doing right now, talking about the game with other people. That's what keeps me involved with it. Very good. Very good. Gail, how about you? Uh, I kind of stumbled upon it after I uninstalled Pokemon Duel and I was looking for another mobile game. This was my first year in university as well. Um, I joined the game around the time of Dragon Ball Fusions, the first time it dropped on uh, Dokkan. 
uh, the banner as well. I remember my first SSR being bullpen as well. Um, nice. But I, I decided to un- stop playing the game because uh, my internet and my accommodation was really, really bad. And I would have to consistently go to the university uh, you know, campus to download and update the game. So I was just like, I can't keep doing this. I can't just keep going to the university to download the game or update the game consistently, right? Um, so I stopped playing the game until, of course, the second year anniversary with Goku and Vegeta, Super Saiyan Force. And uh, since then, yeah, it's just been good. Um, obviously, the game, the reason why I keep playing the game is primarily the collection. Of course, the community is one reason as to why I've stuck around for this long, I think, as well. Um, you know, having started my Twitch channel and everything because of Dokkan and stuff, or Dragon Ball in general. I remember my first stream was actually Xenoverse 2, but Dokkan's what kept it going. But overall, yeah, no, I think the collection aspect as well as the community is what kept me going for sure. Um, had times where I dropped the game, um, but still, it, it's still ongoing now. So that's good, I, I guess, or bad, depending on what you think about my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, Minato, what's your experience with Dokkan? When did you start? Why do you keep playing? Uh, I installed Global Dokkan when it first started. I was like, this sucks. Then I just <laughs> didn't play until... um. I think I saw GT Goku, Trunks, and Pan come out with the Roto Banner. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And I installed the global version again. And then I quit after a while. I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I remember another, because t- I kept uninstalling and installing global. Um, and I remember another time I started when I saw God, Goku, and Super Saiyan Bardock on a banner. I was like, that's pretty sweet. And then I got them. And then I got bored again. And then I finally kept playing on a JP account when I saw Omega and Buhan were going to come to the game. So I installed. I got Gotenks. No, no. I got Omega Shinra when it came out. Then I lost that account because I forgot to link it. (laughs) Then I got my current account right now. Um... And I got Gotenks and then Omega, like, back-to-back singles on, like, one of those download celebration matters. And I was like, this is a keeper, and that's it. Nice. Um, yeah, for me, I started playing pretty much when the game came out. But I had a very similar experience to Gale, where, like, I kind of played off and on. Like, the game was okay. I think it wasn't as engaging early on. It was just very simple, very basic. The thing I remembered about early Dokkan, it's just, like, all the character kits were identical. They just had different names. And there was no category, so it didn't really matter. Um, and so I think that the game wasn't as engaging early on. And then I remember specifically, it's funny, Gal brought up Dragon Ball Fusions because I remembered I was at an anime convention and I'm like, I'll just load up because I had Dokkan on my phone. I didn't like delete it. It was just there. I just wasn't playing it every day. But I remember logging in. I saw the Fusions. I'm like, oh, this bullpen, whatever, looks kind of cool. I summoned for bullpen. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe that was around the time that Hidden Potential came out for the first time. And that got me really interested. Like, oh, now we can do stuff with the kits. We can make characters stronger. That was something that really engaged me. And then having the ability to get dupes or whatever, which I know that just helps them get money. But like being able to build the characters out, that really added interest for me. I think I played it like that for a little bit. And then it wasn't until second year anniversary that I was like an everyday login player. And basically since second anniversary, um, that's where I've been logging in every day. And I think what keeps me playing is, is in the end, I do really love the easy pick up and play game style of it. I like it that I can do it in quick bursts. It's something I can very easily do just in between when I'm doing other things. Um, love the animations, love the characters. My favorite thing about Dokkan that keeps me playing though is Easy A. Easy A is my favorite mechanic ever. And I love it because even if I am not don't draw the new Dokkan Fest banners, there's something exciting in every celebration because I know something's going to Easy A that's either free to play or some old banner unit that I already have in my box. And it's something new and exciting to play with. So 
Um, that's really what keeps me going. Love the game. Love the community as always. Um, all that good stuff. Um, anybody else have anything else to add before we wrap up today? I think I just want to quickly mention that, you know, it's it's easy to say that how like the game wasn't as intriguing in the beginning because, you know, the basic Kamehameha animation is basically what everybody had. Yeah. If you just kind of go from that era to it and you look now where it's just like almost one of one anime quality that it's like, uh, yeah, this game has come quite a long way. So that yep. also helps you keep it interested. Like, I, I don't think this game would have been even been able to make it to five years if it was the just everybody had the Kamehameha. But hey, we're here now, right? Yep, they've done a good job making strides, updating the game. Back in old Dokkan, you weren't even guaranteed super attacks. Like, the whole idea of, like, super attacking every turn was not a thing back then. It was, like, it was a struggle to get a super attack off, and you were just going off a normal attack. So, yeah, it was very stale, very boring back then. They've done a good job of updating it, keeping it going. Um, anyone else want to add anything before we wrap up today? All right, well, that is going to do it for our show today. This has been episode 84 of the Dokkan Battle Podcast. I would like to thank our guests today, Gail Riot, Minato, and Vilify for joining me. My name is Joe Wags. It has been an honor hosting, hosting for you today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we'll catch you all on the next one. See ya.